Cave Comedy Radio is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Input the code CCR at checkout for discounts. Hey there, uh, Cave Comedy Radio fans. Um, you're about to listen to uh, Sex and Other Human Activities. Um, my name is Bunky Houseman, and um, I wrote in and uh, got some advice from Jackie Marcus, and at first I thought it was great, and then um, I fucking lost everything. Um, so if you could uh, just know that their advice is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, yeah I lost my family, I lost my house. And um, I lost my career, uh, which was hard to do. I was a professional gambler. I thought that would be a thing that they could help me do, and they did. Um, so if you have any questions or advice you need, just make sure you email cavecomingradio at gmail.com, ask for Marcus or Jackie, and, um, or maybe just say hello to Henry from last podcast on the list, because he needs, he needs your, your attention. He needs your affection. Um, so thank you, and enjoy sex and other human activities. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, everybody. I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. And if you have any questions or comments for us, please email them to cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, whether it has to do with sex, mental health, or just general bullshit that's going on in your All life. All that bullshit. <laughs> Anything and everything. We are here for you. Oh, yeah. How are you doing today, Jackie? You know, I've been better. <laughs> I've definitely been better. And why is that? I'm just, I'm stressed out, man. Yeah? I gotta fucking, I gotta cool out. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, Marcus, because I feel like a lot of times, every time I see you, I immediately, like, my stress levels go down. Oh, because, good. like, I this like walking in here, it was like my chest was tight. I was just like, I've been a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster when I'm really, really stressed out. I have issues. I always have issues. But stress, I'm really bad with it. Well, I have taken so much medication in my life that it just wafts out of me in my sweat. That's great. Just, <sighs> so God, everyone around me is immediately... Me calmed that and the booze <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. all that yeah. booze that's why i'm drinking the straight ginger ale <laughs> got ginger ale going it's pretty great so you just i mean it just had so much work and just all kinds of like comedy shit going on yeah it's just it's everything and then like you know we, i'm a manager of my job and people it, like two people quit at the same time and so now it's like hardcore training and then i've got this like shows outside of my usual shows like I picked up all their projects because I don't know how to say no to anything Mm -hmm. I'm really really good at always saying yes and then it immediately bites me in the ass and it's just been like constant for a while now and then this week there's just something about me that I've said before I don't like to be alone I'm not a big alone person but when I have not a second of time that I can even like stop thinking about things, mm-hmm. I go insane. Yeah, no, 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 I have that exact same thing, and I think not being not being able to say no, I think is especially hard in New York because everyone is always go 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 all the time, and I think that this is a city that is. In particular, where people do not respect downtime or alone time at all. At all. Or space. Yeah. (laughs) No space. No space. And I think that might be the way it is in a lot of places. And I've also heard this is a very American thing as well. Yeah. Is that we don't, you know, like value downtime. And if we have downtime, then it's seen as being lazy. Um, And if you're not working all the time, then you're a piece of shit. And it eventually drives us insane, ruins our relationships, and uh, generally 
fucks up our entire lives. But it's the American dream, Marcus. <laughs> it's the American dream. Well, you just not. I mean, you're not sleeping at all. No, I mean, that's that is my issue. Is that I've I usually have trouble sleeping, um, but. When I get stressed out, I get stress-induced nightmares and then immediately lead into panic attacks. And last night, I had four panic attacks in the middle of the night. God. And then finally, around like 3 a.m., I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to be awake. And I just stared at the ceiling, and I thought about all of the things I had to do. <sighs> Until about 5, when my alarm went off and I had to go to work. <laughs> and it's just so... I like we were talking about this earlier as well that like when I I think it's the same I, I want to say women but maybe it's just people that are more emotionally unstable in general is that when I don't sleep I I can't I just I flip out about shit and then I cry I yeah. cried three times at work today uh, I sometimes just shut myself in the bathroom I just have a good mini panic attack in mm-hmm. the middle of the day but it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't under, and then it's like I talk to other people, like even people at work, and they're like, "You just gotta chill out." What? Like, what do you mean? I gotta chill out. <laughs> I have so many things to do. <laughs> I don't have time to chill out. And it's like even like the little things that like the other day I saw you, and I was so upset because I didn't even have time to drop off my laundry, not even do my laundry, drop off my laundry. So I finally did. Found a pocket of time, dropped it off, and now I don't have time to pick it up. So I'm literally wearing this shirt today at work that. Shows all of my breasts. <laughs> it, do- it, is, it does. It, it really is does. The only shirt I have left. <laughs> There's no other button. I can't hide them anymore. And then I was like, immediately, I bent over to get to her. I was like reaching up for something. And this shirt that I've had for eight years split Aww. all down the side. <laughs> and everyone's been seeing my fucking bra and my goddamn underbelly <laughs> all day. And I don't have time to change. Uh, I have nothing to change into. <laughs> Marcus, I'm going insane. Okay, I know you're going insane. But. Help me. Help me. Deep breath. Okay, yes, yes, deep breath. It's hard. It's so fucking hard, especially with your people like us that are so tense and have so many things going on at all times. And like when people tell you to chill out, like I think the best answer or the best thing you can tell them is just how. Please how? give me an answer. Please get fucking. I, I don't even know if I have an answer as far as like how to chill out because I have a hard time relaxing and I have a hard time sitting still. Like I've, I think I've crossed and uncrossed my legs four or five times in the last five and a half minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just constant. I'm always moving myself, like moving my limbs, rocking back and forth. It's always been there. It just never goes away. Uh, and uh, Nikita will get my ass and get on my ass about it sometimes. She's like, all right. Drop your shoulders, because my shoulders are always, always fucking up. like always up. And she's like, "Drop your shoulders, take a deep breath, uncross your legs, <laughs> take another deep breath." How you feeling? I'm like, okay, I feel better. Okay, okay. all this right. This is fine. all like carries in your body. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just really also does. it's something about like also doing creative things where when we're talking about saying yes to things that it's hard to say no because what if something you're saying no to um, becomes something? Yeah. What if it's something that you could get paid for? What if it's a, and it's like, no, I'm not getting paid for any of the things I'm doing now, but what if I could? Yeah. You know, what if I could stop having a full-time job 
at a fucking bakery where I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning every morning. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it'd be. Um. Uh, yeah, that's that's the ultimate dream, and so that's what we all do all the time. It's like all you, all of you people out there that are thinking about possibly becoming a stand-up comedian or anything in comedy or anything in entertainment. It is the hardest fucking thing you can do. Yes, it is the hardest thing to break through. It's the hard. It's it is so hard because not only is the business hard but you have the added stress of living in new york city as well which in and of itself is just a huge stressor in fact me and uh nikita last night of course like i said last time we're still looking for a place and she went on a website of all the places that we could get for our money in her hometown in uh yorkshire england and i went and like saw found all the places we could get for our money in lubbock texas uh, because i can't go to my hometown uh, because Craigslist don't exist for Rochester, Texas. No? And no. Uh, and just the places we could find. It was like fucking four bedroom oh, yeah. houses in the English countryside with ponds in front and, you know, green grass. Yeah, but you know what that is? It's given up. It's given up. But it's given up because we're better than this. That's why I'm like, I need to talk this shit out because sometimes you have to say, hey, you can do this. Go fuck yourself if you think you can't. <laughs> See, you talked me out of moving back home about two years ago. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was, I mean, it was, I'd been here like five years and it was like, I mean, I was in the fucking bottom of the barrel, like nothing was working out. I'd been stuck in the same shitty place for forever, like working one, like working a part-time of an entertainment job, but also part-time as a dishwasher with you. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was just like fuck this man fuck this and there there was an opportunity for me to do something back in Lubbock and thank Christ I didn't go back because that shit never happened of course not uh, it, it never happened it never materialized I think it's there in like some form or another but it never the the plan that came forth never happened and it may, might be that if I would have gone back it would have happened but I was you know talking about all this shit and it was it was funny it was you and my brother Charlie, who talked me out of it, like he's both a good of man. you. Yeah, he's a great man, and even though, and that was, and that was great, and that really showed me like how much support that he gives me. He's like, I love you, I miss you more than you know. Uh, I would love to have you back in Texas, but if you move back here, you would be so unhappy. You would. He was like, you would fall apart within about a month yeah. of being. But that's in also Lubbock. part of it. That that's part of when you think of moving uh, to Yorkshire or something like that. The reason why things like the grandiose ideas don't happen is because you were complacent in what you have and what you're doing and doing your normal everyday job. That I think that's part of why being here is so hard or being in any other big cities because you're not allowed to be happy <laughs> you know like you're not like you have to always strive for something else something better some new thing because it's miserable yeah like because you don't have a nice big place you don't have you know just like small quiet town family life which is awesome for a lot of people mm-hmm. i wish it was awesome for me yeah. i know a lot of people that it's awesome for and like i just wish i i wish i had that yeah. a lot of time like right now specifically <laughs> yeah. i wish i had that but how like same with my friends that are back home in florida where it's like they've got a lot of dreams but there's no way to go about attaining any of their dreams and no real reason to be pushed into it especially people that are still living with their parents and stuff like that where it's like well they got a roof over their head they have a job. They got money. They got friends. They go to a bar every night. Yeah. 
And that's fine for them. Yeah, it's fine for a lot of people, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Like we're not, we're definitely not sitting here and saying like, "Man, look at you and your happy little home." No, not at all. No. I will. In like, fact, stay home. We don't need the competition. That's the thing. <laughs> and also, I feel like that's why it's so insane in big cities is because it just gravitates so many people like us that are so restless mm-hmm. and so just like oh and that's and we're all packed into one place and it, it just it it vibrates yeah. with intensity to give you some small perspective as to how many people here are in comedy trying to make it on my i think my facebook friends alone i would say about 400 of them are comedians in new york city and that is a tiny fraction of how many comedians. And most of them are just stand-ups. Too. Yeah, exactly. And that is only a tiny fraction of the people in this city that are going for comedy for one thing or another. I mean, thank Christ, neither me and you are stand-ups. God, thank God. Like, that's, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't ah. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so hard. And you think about that stuff. All the time, you know, and what we're doing right here and specifically what like I do uh, personally, as far as podcasts goes, there are, I would say, tens of thousands of podcasts going on out there right now. And a lot of them are really good. Yeah. You know, a a handful of them are phenomenal and fucking great. Uh, But, you know, a good enough of them are very good in uh, the fact that it's hard to get noticed by on so many people you know it's right. like it's it's hard it's it's very tough so any kind of entertainment thing that you're doing is gonna be i mean you have to have i mean you you have to be prepared that you're gonna be miserable most of the time <laughs> <laughs> it really it, i mean uh, it, i think it's something to do with entertainment whether you're doing acting with dramatic or whatnot none of our actor friends are happy no 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 <laughs> Well, it's even like that was the the argument I had with my managers um, yesterday is that they were trying to get me to go out for this role in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie (laughs) that they're like, you just need to go in there. It's a cold reading. You just got to go in there and just do it. And I was like, you know what? I don't have time for that this week. And they were like, you need to get your priorities straight. I was like, you know what my priorities are? You know what my priorities are? Not fucking killing myself every day. <laughs> also, get making money so I can pay my bills. Yeah. And three, my sanity. That is a huge priority for me. <laughs> and not pushing away everyone that I love because I get manic. Because mm-hmm. I'm in a manic phase. Those are my priorities. I don't give a fuck about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> there will be more auditions next week. And I just like, that's, it's like, that's something I said no to. But that's one of those things that it's just... I don't understand that mentality. I think that's the one part that scares me as someone working in entertainment that, like, uh, I'm, I don't have that much of a drive. Yeah. yeah. Of, like, pushing myself that I, I, I will do something bad to myself, <laughs> you know? You know, I don't think it even is imited, limited to uh, the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people work. A lot, in, a lot of right. people will, in order to get ahead, in order to make that extra fucking 50 bucks a week, uh, will kill themselves in their jobs, Definitely. Uh, especially now that the job market is so amazingly competitive. And and I think like people out there, like you should think it's like I think you're doing a great fucking thing, right? You're making a good decision by not going out <laughs> for that Ninja Turtles movie and putting the and putting that shit out there for them. Uh, because like, question is what you're doing really worth your sanity? 
yes. is it is what you're doing worth your uh, happiness, you know, and I'm not talking about being happy all the time because nobody's happy all the time, nor should we be. Like I have come across great ideas and great realizations when I'm in the depths of depression, uh, and I've also come across great ideas and great revelations when I'm at the highest that I can possibly be without being manic yeah. and dangerous, you know. And I think you know we definitely need both. Uh, but if you're fucking miserable more than you're happy. Or at the very least, miserable more than you're just fucking content. Yeah. And just hanging out and not think about how how much your life sucks, then you need to rethink your priorities, you know, and you need to rethink how you're living life. Uh, And I understand that some, I mean, I know it's not that easy for a lot of people, and I understand that some people are just fucking stuck in horrible situations and stuck in places where they can't get out of that, Uh, but... I mean, there are many, there are plenty of places that you can go just on the internet. You can go to internet support groups. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can go, I mean, hell, go on like just even shit like Reddit. Like, go find a subreddit for, you know, what's going on and just join in a conversation about other people that are going through the same shit that you're going through. I think Reddit, as much as most of it sucks, there are some really cool things on there uh, as far as, like, support, people supporting other people in bad situations. Definitely. Uh, So if that's what, and I'm talking to you, Ron. <laughs> I'm saying personally to a guy that <laughs> that's uh, it's just I mean he's a longtime listener that 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 wrote in. Um, and in fact, let's go ahead and, and start with that. Sure. Like, let's go ahead and start start with this because uh, this what we're talking about kind of perfectly segues into uh, our first question. All right, uh, this is a guy who uh, we've answered a uh, question for him before, and in fact, we actually didn't even really answer it that well. I think we kind of ended in a stalemate on it. He was the guy who's taking care of his sick mother and needs uh, help for therapy and things like that. Wasn't able to find it. Uh, Here is the follow-up to that. Dear Jackie and Marcus, since I last wrote in, I tried to get some form of counseling or therapy, and I was met with nothing but a wall. For my family and the people who do the therapy, all I would hear from my family is, don't talk about me despite them being part of the problem. I don't make very much money at all and went to the country county for monetary aid and was basically told, and I'm paraphrasing here, you aren't crazy enough. I can't find a way God, that's out. so fucked. How fucked is that, man? I, do, I, don't understand, I don't understand this. I don't understand. Like, every time I even think about the mental health in this country, it is it, like, like help for it. It, it. it drives me insane. It makes me so upset. It's the worst. But what do we do? Like, how do you, you know, it's, it's not seen as something that's necessary. You're not crazy enough. It, it's just, it blows my mind. I don't get it. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I think that what they want is for you to go into the office and like jerk off on their computer. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They yeah. want like they their standards <clears throat> are what like schiz- possibly schizophrenia. I don't even know what the fuck their standards are, but that's crazy. That's insane. Uh, and he goes on. I can't find a way out. Caring for my mother is a seemingly twenty-four hour thing. I can't talk to my family about anything because while they are part of the problem, they don't seem to even acknowledge that I have other things or that there are other problems than their own. When I do get a chance to go out, I can't leave till after 7 p.m. and have to be home by 12 a.m. or so. I sleep on a couch to be there in case my mother gets up in the middle of the night. I was recently in a car accident and bruised my hip and was told at one point, I don't believe you. 
I broke down in front of my father once and he told me to knock it off. More days than not, I wish I wouldn't wake up. My friends are few and far between, and the minute I start talking about my problems, they seem to vanish. Please help me, Ron. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the, the best I can say is look around and, like, I'm speechless. I am too, and but that I don't. Th- but I still don't think that that means that it's an end of a line. I just think no. that, that at all, at, at all, because obviously the courage for you to write in, the courage for you to get through what you've gotten through, it is enough for you to know that ending it is not a possibility. No, of course not. You're too strong for gotten as far as you have. Yeah, you've been through too much shit already to just fucking end it now. And I don't think that he's looking to end it. Like he doesn't. I've talked to this guy before. Like I, I don't think he's the type of person that would do anything like that. Uh, and by the way, remember, it is not an option. Never at all. Like it's it is, an it's never an option for anybody. Uh, and I mean, I'm dude. I'm so sorry your family sucks so bad. Like it's you know, and I, I've dealt. I've heard a family like you know. I've had friends who have had families like this before, uh, and it it sucks. You know, it's or even if you uh, not, I don't know if this is the right idea, but go in and say, "I'm going to kill myself if I don't get help." <laughs> Act crazier, then. Yeah. They won't fucking help you. Then you make them help you. Yeah. You show up every fucking day because that, that <laughs> you know I know that your hours are limited of when you can go in and ask for help, I, especially with your mother and everything. But th- this is it's unacceptable. Yeah. T- take it to the government. Take it to hire. This is how these things need to start working towards helping people with mental health issues helping people just need to, who need to talk yeah so that they don't they aren't driven to how many other people that are less strong in your situation wouldn't just kill them all yeah kill everyone <laughs> in your family I, but it's like i know it sounds crazy but it's true like that's why people are so driven to violence and just getting rid of the problem yeah uh, you know like uh what is it uh, not aurora the, the one where you killed all those fucking kids yeah where it's like it's just because he was pissed off at his mom Mm -hmm. and so getting rid of his mom getting rid of all those people well that helped didn't it yeah it's because he had no one to fucking talk to he didn't have the medication for it and it just feel like that it's issues like this where ron unfortunately you when especially when it comes to talking to someone you need help Mm -hmm. you you need help monetarily to get your mother into a home to get her out of the house because she obviously needs a lot more help than you are able to give and this is something that just needs to be fought for and maybe that's where you turn it then start turning into something that you could help so many people that if you start pushing and start just rallying people because people will listen. Yeah. People also are in the same boat as you and they don't know what to do either. And I just say, I mean, my mother is doing this right now that with my grandmother, who's terrible, that I've talked about before, that she can't get her into nursing homes because of the Medicare in Florida. So now she's fighting for veterans' rights. She's like on the television. She's been working through all that stuff where it's like no one would help her. So she took it out, started calling the media, started calling, you know, and she got help. Make it your cause. I think that I think that it will help you get through the day knowing that you are not only helping yourself but helping other people. Exactly. And I think because it sounds like your family is a bunch of ungrateful assholes. Yes, they are. And I think it's a possibility you should get 
angry. Yes. Get fucking angry because you have every right to be. You know, yes, your mother, you have somebody does does need to take care of your mother, but you keep saying family as in as if there are more than just your mother and your father involved. Sounds like there are siblings involved, cousins. How's about some of those motherfuckers take care of her for a little while? Yeah. How's about they fucking take care of her so you can have an actual fucking life? You know, it doesn't. That's what a family is. That's, that's what, they what do. it's supposed to fucking be. That's what it's supposed to. You know, that's that's what we need in families in America. Everyone to pitch in, not just one person getting all the shit dumped on them, which I know your mother has. Yeah, she's got all of this dumped on her, uh, and I think you need to get angry because it's because being passive is not helping at all. No. You know, if they don't want to talk to you, make them listen to you. Don't. Do anything dumb. Right. That's but that's why things are driven to that point. So don't yeah. do anything dumb. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. Because that and also just goes against everything that you would want to fight for. Yeah. You know, that's just giving them all what they fucking want. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not crazy enough? Mm-hmm. And you everything know? that we, me and you, me and Jackie, fight for yes, and talk about. Every day. Like, it goes against everything that we believe in. Yeah, Because you're right. You know, and, you know, it does. Eventually, sometimes it will get to the point where you have a motherfucker with a gun going... Yeah, they'll listen to me now. Right. You know, I'm like, they'll fucking listen to me now. And if you don't get that help, and if people don't get that help, then more and more that's what's going to happen. So that's what happens. I mean, at the end of the day. Because guns aren't going away. No, of course I not. I mean, they They're fucking. They, they, uh, fuck it, they nixed the assault rifle ban yesterday. So ridiculous. So that's, that's done. You know, like everyone's talking about, yeah, after Sandy Hook, oh, we're going to do something about guns. Didn't do shit. Nothing is going to be done, so the only recourse we have now is to focus on fucking mental health in this And country. doing it peacefully. Doing peacefully. It, you know, that's the only way anyone will listen, is just pushing and pushing and pushing, and they will listen eventually. Mm-hmm. They have to. Yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, that's that's really all I can tell you, man. Yeah, but I thanks mean, so much for writing in again. Yeah, thanks, thanks for writing in, and, and let us know how it goes. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's in your hands, dude. All of it is. All right. Let's get to a happy letter. All right. All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to a, a listener. Okay. Like, this is a follow-up. Okay. Uh, from JT, the per- the girl that we talked about last week who was going to cheat on her boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. The one with, yeah, with the threesomes and yeah, all that. Yeah, that she had everything and she shouldn't throw it away. Uh-huh. Turns out she didn't. That's awesome. Yeah. She says, hey, guys. I just listened to your response to my email, and I just want to say thanks for reminding me what I have what I have without judging me. You guys really understood the nuances that I was trying to convey in the message, especially because I've been a re- been in a really confused, sad state of mind since I also suffer from depression and mental illness. Figured it. Yeah. I really appreciate your thoughts on this. Like you said, Marcus, quote, the part of my brain that tells me that it's wrong to cheat is dulled down because of, end quote, because of our sexual adventures, and I need to check myself on that and stick to the boundaries that we created. Jackie, it is all, it is definitely all skewed in my head, so thanks. I'm going to go through with your advice and not be a dick to someone I am in absolute love with. It really helped to get a response from people I don't know personally, and I've already stopped doing all the other fucked up things I have been doing and will continue to do so. Thanks for reminding me of what I have and saving me from a ridiculous mistake. Signed, JT. Thanks so much, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. That's another part of just like putting out positive. It's like you don't need to be a dick. Yeah. If there's a choice, choose being good. Be a good person. And it just makes 
life so much better. Yeah. And not hurting people that you know and you love it just makes everything so much better. That's what we were talking about last week. Is if you do shit like that, then you are just one more asshole contributing to the badness that has taken this world down. Yeah. You know, it's it's you don't have to do that. You really don't. And as much as much as it seems like it would feel good to be a dick, and as much as you think it like would feel good, it never does. No, you like, always it, feel bad about you it. You always feel bad about it. In any it situation. Yeah. I mean, I've done I've done things to people that I considered horrible, like some of my worst enemies, uh, and I still felt bad. Felt bad. Like, like, that's <laughs> the worst. And so you feel even worse because you feel bad about feeling bad, and you hate that person even more because you hate them for making you feel bad for something that you did to them because they made you feel bad. It's this fucking horrible cycle. Horrible cycle. It's like a ping pong game. It just <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's like you're playing ping pong with a wall, mm-hmm. and it just keeps coming. And right back to you over and over again. Uh, so yeah, fucking congratulations, JT. That is amazing. Yeah, and that is awesome. Yeah, that's that's that makes me feel damn good. That makes my actually makes my day. Like, me too. It makes it. It really does. It yeah. makes me feel uh, much better about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. Well, at least we made two people happy. Whether the dude even knows it or not. You're yeah. welcome, dude. Yeah, you're welcome wherever you are. <laughs> the fuck you are, dude. Uh, and if, and once again, if you have any questions, uh, be sure to uh, email us at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, especially if you're thinking about doing something stupid. Yeah. If you're thinking about doing something stupid and you know, okay, this might be a little dumb, email us and we'll tell you whether it's stupid or not. Yeah, Sometimes definitely. it might be. Yeah. Some, and sometimes it might not be. That's the thing. Yeah. It, it just is, you just need exactly what JT was saying that like, you just need to hear it from someone who doesn't know fucking shit about you. Yeah. It helps a lot, man. It really does. All right. Well, let's go to our last question yeah. of the day. Uh, and this is from uh, Frank. Okay. Hello, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hi. Dear Marcus and Jackie, I have a terrible stepfather. He has undiagnosed mental illness. He is damn near impossible to live with. Whenever he doesn't get something his way, he throws a hissy fit. He will yell, scream, rant, and threaten physical violence until he gets his way. My mother and little sister pacify him, and it normalizes his behavior. I refuse to pacify him, and we butt heads often. I refuse to be bullied, and we yell regularly. My mother constantly sides with him, and I can't do anything to change her mind. She believes I should yield to him and let him have his way. I think she's an idiot. My stepfather has no self-control. We almost got into a fist fight over a cup of coffee. Incidents such as that are a regular occurrence. I'm moving out soon, and I want to tell him everything that I believe. If he tries to fight me, I will beat the shit out of him. I truly hate this man. Am I wrong? Am I just a dumb kid rebelling against authority, or do I have solid reasoning? If so, how should I go about talking to him one last time? After this conversation, I never intend to see him again, even if that means cutting off my mother and sister. Or should I just move while everyone is out of the house without telling anyone? I suppose what the question is, how do I go about moving out of my parents' house when I want to feel my stepfather's skull break beneath my boot? I'm sorry if I rambled a bit. I hope NYC is treating both of you very well. Cave Dweller Frank. By the way, all uh, uh, fans from now on are going to be called Cave Dwellers. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Cave Dwellers. Yeah, absolutely. Look at what we're sitting in right now, Marcus. <laughs> it is a cave in here. It is absolutely a cave. Uh, I would say um, 
Are you wrong in hating him? No. No, of course not. Not at all. He is, uh, it sounds like, an awful human being. And, God, I mean, if, if, if I had a nickel for every time someone told me that a fucking awful step-parent, uh, I'd have a shitload of nickels. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but the second question, am I just a dumb kid rebelling against authority or do I have solid reasoning? A little bit of both. Yeah, of course. Especially like on that brink of leaving the house as well. It gives you such confidence that when you say like, you know, if it you would do it, even if it means cutting off your mother and your sister. That's also I feel like as a part of what we were talking about earlier that you would regret. Mm -hmm. Especially not so much of your mother because it seems like she sides with him because she's probably also terrified him and is completely controlled by him. But I would say more so for your sister because your sister wasn't a part of any other thing that you were talking about. And what about her? How much younger is she than you? If you did do that, which I'm not saying is, is... the worst idea because I understand when you hate someone that much and you just need them to know but he knows how much he hates you yeah. you hate him I'm sorry and that what would that leave what kind of environment would that leave your sister in well it says that the little sister uh, pacifies him so he obviously yeah, because she's a little girl I mean yeah. she's she, if you're just moving out of the house presumably you're probably around 18 mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know if maybe you're older than that he is. but if she's in her teens or, but she's still in the house, not to do like the whole gender thing, but he could still beat the shit. Like she pacifies him because she has to, because she can't beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That's the, that's my only, of course she pacifies him because she has to. Yeah. Because she can't take him. That's, that's just how it goes, unfortunately. And, unless your sister's a fucking bullfighter, then man, <laughs> you should fucking let her have that. Big bull of a woman. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to have to. I mean, and I guarantee like both the mom and the sister are probably even more terrified of him uh, than you are, even though it sounds like you're not really terrified of him at all. Yeah. Uh, But he is he's a real big piece of shit. You know, like we all we all know that that is pretty apparent. Um, And you ask, like, how should I go about talking to him one last time? How's about this? Goodbye. That's it. Bye. I would say, yeah. That's don't don't leave in the middle of the night or move out. Because no, you're not a coward. Else. You don't need to take a coward's way out. You're that a bigger a, man than he is. Exactly. That is a coward's way out. And that's what you need to prove more exactly. than anything. You need to prove that you are a bigger and better man than he is. Take that fucking high road. As much as the high road sucks, as much as you want to just fucking bash his face in with a goddamn bat. Mm-hmm. That will fucking shut him up more oh, than anything. And it will fucking, oh, it's going to put a bee in his ass. You just look him straight <laughs> in the eye and you're like, bye. Yeah. And you fucking walk out. And probably even from there, from now until you move out, taking that high road will drive him insane as well. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just fucking don't give in to his bullshit when he starts. I'm not saying pacify him. I'm saying walk away. Just walk away. He starts having a tantrum. Walk away. Leave the house. Go for a fucking walk. And if he comes after you, then you fucking bash his head. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. That's not. I don't mean that. I was just kidding. But (laughs) but I mean like because that's you are taking a peaceful way out of any argument immediately takes the power away from them and gives it to you. And as long as you hold that power from now on forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't fight with him anymore. It's going to be so hard. Oh, yeah. And you're probably going to fall 
a couple of times. Yeah. He's going to get your goat a couple of times, but just keep fucking fake it till you make it, man. Mm-hmm. Just no matter how bad he pisses you off, just walk away or just fucking leave him alone. Just completely leave him alone because the thing with your mother and your sister, you are not going to get make that better by yelling at him. No. That's not going to make anything better at all. Uh, you make that better by talking to your mom and your sister, and you talk to them calmly, and you talk to them rationally. Uh, and it might take you moving out to make them see a difference. And how much you were probably shielding from them, even though they pacify you and she takes a side, but a lot of that rage was going at you. And when no. you're gone, where's that rage going to go? Exactly, because I'm sure they're saying, man, once Frank moves out, Things are going to get so much better around here. They won't. You know, he's going he's gonna to calm down a lot and he won't be so mad all the time. No, that's not going to happen. They're going to be, they're going to get the brunt of the anger. Your little sister is going to get that anger because if she's starting to get a little bit older, she's going to start acting like a teenager and the whole fucking thing's going to start all, all over, again. over again. And then they could maybe see, okay, maybe this guy is pretty fucked up maybe this guy is an asshole but it's going to take patience and it's going to take time and at least having an open communication with your sister as well that when you're out of the house and you keep communication up with her not so much you know if your mother is still so attached to him then you just don't talk to either one of them but if you still talk to her then she knows that if she gets to that point that she has somewhere to go as well Mm -hmm. because she probably will need an out the same way she, you know, as much as if you guys haven't talked about it yet, she's probably terrified that you're leaving. No, of course. You know, it, even if she doesn't even want to say it, even like if she's thinking that as well, that once Frank leaves, everything's going to be fine. But deep, she's got to know. Yeah. Yeah, she absolutely has to know. So just stay calm. And when what you say to your stepfather when you leave, you say goodbye. And that's fucking it. peace. Yeah, and then you get the fuck out of there. I would say also probably pack up as much as you can. He's like as long as he I don't know if he knows that you're leaving sometime in the future if you're going somewhere specific like if you're going He's going to college. Oh, he's going to college. Yeah. Okay. He's going to send me a resume to be an intern. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Send me the goddamn resume, Gomert. <laughs> <laughs> you cave dweller. <laughs> I just think I think that you can totally take the fucking high road on this. Yeah. Screw this guy. He's not even worth your fucking time. Nah. God, no. So I think, uh, yeah. So go on that, build on that, and let us know how it goes. Cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. If anybody out there has any questions, comments, anything else, get a hold of us, and we will answer it on the next episode. Hell yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week.